Life, Marriage, and a Baby Carriage is a podcast hosted by Meg and Phil Kearns, discussing all of life's ups and downs as they pertain to relationships, parenting, and life in general. Welcome to Life, Marriage, and a Baby Carriage. I am Meg. I'm Phil. And we are married this week, still. <laughs> Luckily. Luckily. It was a good week. It was your birthday week. It was. It was a good week. No, it was a good week. You had a birthday. We got to see both families, which is one of the perks of living almost where you grew up because your family lives here, so you get to see everybody. But it's also a burden sometimes because you have to see everybody, and sometimes That's you're tired. An episode in and of itself. <laughs> How's your uh, natural lime, dear? It's uh, naturally limey. It's not bad. I wish you could see, everybody could see the face I'm making. It's really just like that sideways dog look. Like when you turn your head to the side. <laughs> I'm like so used to that look. It's it's fine now. <laughs> just a normal face. Yep. I, I don't have the hard lime tonight. I have uh, apple cider and a lovely Chick-fil-A cookie that my brother left here. So thanks, E. <laughs> well, it said free sample. It did, but he left it. He did leave it. And I asked but... him if I could have it. And he said that the kids could have it. So I'm eating it because there's only one. <laughs> but it was a good... It was a good week. It also was kind of like, I feel bad for you because the reason why you're drinking the tea and just having the cookies because you've been having... I had a rough week. I haven't felt well. And it it really hit its peak last night on my birthday, which was unfortunate for you. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. That's like how life goes with just in general and being part of a couple, like... Things happen at the worst times anyways, and yesterday it was just that I was relatively excessively sick, but we still got to sing happy birthday and go out to dinner and all that kind of fun stuff. But the birthday present that you did get was that you got to essentially sleep through the night. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. That's like a super celebration. (laughs) Yeah, but you also got to sleep for a good portion of the night. I did. We, we, the reason we say this is because we moved the baby to his own room. He was exactly a month on Monday, which meant that by my standards and the way that I run things, because apparently I like my routines, that meant the baby went into his crib in his nursery. So he was out of our room into his crib. I actually talked with somebody on Instagram the other day and they were talking about how they couldn't imagine moving their baby into their own room at one month. And I just responded to her and I said, oh no, I get it, I understand. I sleep so much better when he is in his own room because I'm not listening to every breath, every sniffle, every cough, every rutch that he has. When he's in our room, I am doing those things. So I'm awake the whole time. And we don't have the light for the bathroom on. (laughs) Yeah, that's the worst. That extra light makes a big difference. So he's in his own room. He slept a good four hours the first night and five, six hours the next night. Well, we we messed up the first night. We did. We were trying to keep him on his eating schedule and he decided that he wanted to sleep, which is good for him. But that just meant that we were up and then we got to the point of no return, which meant that if we had gone to sleep, he was going to just wake us up in an hour or less. So that was rookie mistakes. We're too many kids into this to make these types of rookie mistakes (laughs) i think we forget though we really forget but last night was good he ate at 9 30 and then you know i think he went to bed around like 10 10 10 10 15 and i went to bed at 10 30 yeah like lights out in bed i heard him i heard him and noticed that you were gone around like 3 30 3 30 he went from 9 30 feeding to not eating again until 3 30 which is huge and baby 
that was that was good it was really good i felt a lot better i felt like a whole new person and then he went back to bed at four but the actually the other problem with all this is that you got more sleep than you've gotten in a long time and now you're like even more tired than you used to be because that's how it always goes when you get that extra sleep you are completely correct but hopefully hopefully he continues i know there are gonna be relapses i can't imagine that he's gonna sleep that long tonight but i can know and then there's teething and all that other stuff yes it's all coming (laughs) it's coming around again but at least we know what to expect and he's in his own room and he seems to be fine in his own room and we have the monitor right next to my face so that's easy because we have the what's it called Oh, we have video monitors for the kids. So all the rooms have video monitors so I can quite literally watch them breathe because that doesn't sound creepy at all. It's totally you though. It is very much me. I like to make sure they're breathing. I've, I've been the one who leans over. I haven't gone so far as to put the mirror underneath their nose and mouth to see if it shows them breathing, but there's always that possibility. Right. I'm more lackadaisical about the, are you breathing? I think you're more lackadaisical just in general, which is why you and I tend to work. Because if we were both as neurotic as I am, the house would blow up. And I tend to like this home. So you being a little bit more focused otherwise and on other things helps because then I can hyper-focus on the things I want to hyper-focus on. There's been a theme in what we've been living our lives as in the recent years. And I think that comes down to, is this the hill you want to die on? That's one of my, once I heard that, I don't know where I heard it, somebody said it, but that was one of the things that really like popped into my brain. And I just thought, that's a really good question. Is this the hill? Is this the thing that I am going to hang my hat on and fight to the death about? Or is it not that big of a deal? And so that kind of reminds me of the compromising that comes with dating and then getting married and then deciding to have children and raising a family and all of those things. There's always compromise involved because if you want and if you have to be the person who's quote right all the time or the person who has to make all the rules and decisions, then it's always your hill to die on. You do a lot of dying. Because you can't always be right. Right. So there are certain things that when you and I talk or you and I discuss, I have to decide, is this something that really matters to me? Is this something in the in the long run? And not that it doesn't matter, but does it matter more than something else that I'm willing to argue about and throw my hat into the ring about? Because there are certain things that really don't matter as much to me as they do to you. Same. And I have to make sure that I don't just impose my feelings on what I think is right in those situations when it doesn't really matter one way or the other, which we choose to do or what we decide so it's better to give you the go-ahead to be the person in charge on that if it if it really isn't something that makes me tick it's a lot that makes you tick <laughs> but it's also hard well not hard i guess hard isn't the right word but it's, it's difficult for me to come in most days because you're here with them pretty much 24 hours a day i am and i'm gone 12 hours a day close to it for work and then when i come home you know if I, what's important to me is not always as important to you and vice versa. Like we just, like you just said, it's hard for me to decide or whatever, because you've got, like, I can really mess up your routine. <laughs> I don't think there's been a truer statement that you can really mess up my routine. It is. I think our routines are, are pretty stagnant throughout the day during the week. The weekends is where we have an issue. It is pretty awesome when you come home and you see something that one of the kids is doing and you think that's not like that big of a deal. But then the glare comes, the mom glare, (laughs) and they just stop dead in their tracks. And you're like, oh, what happened today? Because I haven't, (laughs) usually I get text updates about every thing but then when i see that glare and they stop dead in their tracks and they're standing there and completely change course i know 
that something big happened. It's not always something big. I've had that glare since I was a child. Ask my mother. I mean, when my sister was born, I developed the glare and have refined it ever since. And it is one of my shining, crowning achievements. The glare goes unnoticed by most, including the kids, unless there has been a drastic change in direction resulting in the glare. And woe to you if you are in the path of the glare. Oh, you'll die. Un- unintentionally. You that's can... that's happened. You've, I've seen people dive out of the way of the glare, namely our daughter. <laughs> <laughs> when it's yeah, our one son. of my favorite stories is when you pulled the car over. And when I whipped that car to the side and turned my head around real quick, her leg was just stuck straight out <laughs> <laughs> over top. She was just frozen. I'm pretty sure we told this story before, but it's still one of my favorites. But that's the hill I chose to die on that day. That was my Mount Everest. Right. Life and marriage aren't perfect all the time. Of course they're not. But uh, we've been married for seven We've been over this. It's been seven years. We've been married for seven years. We've been together for nine. I'm going to get you a little cheat card. Probably. <laughs> like a little index card and write all the things on it. Definitely the first couple years of our marriage, if my birthday had gone the way that it went yesterday, there would have been, I, I don't know if anger is the right word, but there would have been some hurt feelings, probably. But you said it was fine. It, it, it was fine. It is fine. I'm saying, like, just a few years ago, if it had gone this way... It might not have been fine. But well, I hope if someone were sick, you well, understand. Well, yeah, sick is sick. You were sick. It's not like you were faking it. Uh, no, I was not. But when it's your birthday, you don't always care if the person's sick. But I do. Well, maybe. You Slytherin. Whatever. I'm not a Harry Potter fan. Don't say that. We'll never get to make another podcast again. They'll bar us. Who? The Potterheads? The po- no, the podcast people. The podcast people. Yes, I'm all... a Hufflepuff, and you are who knows what. I just call you a Slytherin because that's what I think you are, which means nothing to you. Nope. Anyways, I don't even remember what I was saying. This is the best part because I can just derail you with one thing. Yeah, probably. You were talking about how earlier in marriage things. Oh yeah, are it more might have been. Priority. It might have been bothersome that you were feeling well on my we birthday. We probably would have had different plans though. Probably too, but the birthday was going to be low key anyways. By design. And we still sang happy birthday and ate still sang happy birthday. We still ate at one of my favorite restaurants. I had one of my favorite meals. So it wasn't a bad deal. And you kept... And technically, let's be for real here, that was your second birthday celebration. Because you had one with your parents on the weekend before. On the weekend. So let's not be greedy, my friend. Wait. (laughs) From the person who gets a whole week to celebrate her birthday. Um, I get two days. Uh, no, your birthday started on Saturday and it went until yesterday. We're not going to split hairs here. All I'm saying is... Which, whose hill is this? This isn't even a hill. <laughs> it's not. You were apologizing pretty much all night. I know, I felt bad. I felt bad both physically and I felt bad like, I felt bad for you. I know, I'm sorry. So, like, it didn't, bo- now, it so didn't bother me at all. It didn't ruin the night other than, other than like I was worried about you. But who cares about... 34. I mean, worrying about that would have just put more gray on this hair. There's not more space for gray. There's a lot of space for gray. (laughs) Not at 34. You're going to have to embrace the white here quick. I've been embracing the white. You've gone from dark to light. You have very much so changed. But I'll never lose it. 
You are never going to lose your hair. It's stuck forever. No. I think our son is the same way. I say, I always say he has duck hair because when you wet the top, it's like duck feathers. When you wet the top, the bottom, the underneath is still dry. So you have to wet his hair 18 times to get it just wet enough to put shampoo in. It is in. quite annoying to bathe him. It's not annoying. With his hair, it is. It a would challenge. be much easier if he would get over his fear of the shower head and let you just spray it. Mm, yeah, I guess you're right. I didn't think about that. Oh, well. Whatever. He swims now. He does swim. So maybe there's hope for the shower head this year. (laughs) Kids. Birthdays. Love marriage and a baby carriage, buddy. It's crazy. It's all wrapped up. Everything kind of feeds into everything else. And when something's not going well in one of those areas, the other two suffer. I just wrote a blog on that today. Did you see that? A song that you posted. Wrote one, you just didn't read it. I liked your post. Uh, On Twitter. Well, I haven't been on any of the other social media (laughs) sites today. So I wrote a post today about uh, mommy and daddy time. PG, mommy and daddy time. PG. Yeah, it was just about the things that we can do to remind ourselves that we don't, our relationship doesn't take a backseat permanently once you have kids and how there are things when you have a new baby that you can still do together. There are certain things that we've been doing. I mean, Netflix has been our best friend lately because when we were up waiting for him because he was up every three hours, we were watching, I mean, we watched the Great British, Br- the, 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 the Great Bit- British, I can't yeah. say it, the Great British Bake Off, which you weren't really interested in watching anything, but you watched it. Or we sat and talked, or we watched a lot of the true crime and jail documentaries. But they were just things that didn't take a lot of brain power that we just put on and would watch, and then we could talk about them. But one thing we've unintentionally done in this house, and it's unintentional because the TVs, the other TVs broke. <laughs> we only have we one only TV. We only have one TV, so whoever chooses first and i don't particularly watch a lot of tv right now we don't have cable. or have much of an opinion yeah we don't have cable we only watch whatever's on netflix no, and we, the used kids to have, we used to have one of the streaming services but that pissed you off when you couldn't get uh, the shark, shark i week. couldn't get shark week and i said no and then i tried she to cancel to that thing faster than anything yep she Let's just, uh, this was her hill. This was, that was Shark Week is always going to be my hill. No, it's not even Shark Week. No, I'm just saying Shark Week is my hill. I decided that we were going to cut the cord a few years back and we got rid of, um, cable. Right. And that was kind of, there was a little bit of apprehension on your part. Of course, I'm going to get my house hunters. Where am I going to get my flea market flip? A little bit of anger. So then we, we did one streaming service for a while and it worked. And then we did another one. Or that one angered us. It didn't anger us. We just, we let it run out. We didn't Oh, yeah, that's right. And we were when just like, bank, man, we don't use it anyways. Bank, uh, when we changed banks or when they when switched the bank over. bank messed us up, we just, our card, we forgot to update our card. And then we were like, do we really use this? So we just stopped no, using it. we just it. stopped using it. So we tried a different one the so next time. So then we time. tried a different one to get the Super Bowl. Yes. <laughs> and then we used that one for a while until Shark Week. And here's the thing with us. I don't, I'm not going to say everybody, but we when we had some sort of streaming service or cable, we, we watched probably four channels on the regular. And yeah. they were kids or Disney right based channels and then then by the time the kids went to bed we were like youtubing it up or whatever we were doing we weren't on tv we didn't watch a ton of tv i was usually working now we net netflix and i guess i don't know if we can say we netflix and chill because i think there's something like sexual about that yeah we we netflix and parent we just netflix we do netflix we netflix and veg like just sit there yes we do talk to each other so we do know netflix i did i think in the post i also talked about planning ahead because you can't really do things on a whim anymore. No. With a new baby. And 
a lot of times you can't leave the new baby because they're so small and if you're nursing you have to take them with you it's just timing wise by the time you get in the car get somewhere and then leave it's already been three hours i'm really glad he held out last night he did a great job he was quiet all through that was another he was really good for your birthday so you're very lucky but i talked about how you have to plan things ahead and how we are very lucky that we have two sets of parents who will take the older two and do things with them which is great yeah when they're available right because and they've been asking more which has been nice yeah definitely so i talked about that i talked about the netflix thing i talked about something else too but i can't of course i can't remember what at this time and i can't remember anything oh I talked about basically being nice to each other, talking to each other. Because if you're sitting there, if I'm sitting there in the middle of the day, it's quiet time, I'm nursing the baby, I have a couple minutes to send you a text message and say something nice or or shoot you a tweet that I thought was funny or send you a gif that I saw. So I do that a lot more often now than I did before, though you might not be able to answer because you're working. At least you know that I'm thinking about you. And it's not complaining about the kids and it's not talking about I'm tired. It's not talking about the babies. It's really just me saying, hello, I remember who you are. (laughs) Who are you again? I I know what you look like and what your name is. Yeah, but things, you know, he's he's a month old, putting on some pounds, which means he can he go is. a little he's bit. He's filling out. He can keep going a little bit longer without, you know, requesting a refill. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you put that. That was funny. So requesting it, a refill. Is, we're not back to normal life yet, but we're getting normal life has changed. Let's just put that well, in, the right, in the right light. We haven't found what our new normal life is no. yet. But, but new normal we're will get there. Close. Like we'll be able to sleep through the night once and it'll be weird. Yeah, at some point. It'll take a while, but I think it's And then we'll start sleeping through the night pretty much every night. <laughs> and it won't be weird anymore. Hopefully. But that's a little ways away. No, but I, I can't believe it's coming. It's coming, but I cannot believe how fast the first month went. I thought yeah, it was. I thought it was very much quicker feeling than the other two. Part of that is because I'm still working. Part of that is because I we have three kids and the two are busy. Part of that is because this one is knock on wood pretty go with the flow right now, and so we just incorporated him into our routine as best as possible. I think yeah. the routines that changed the most were yours and mine. I don't think the kids' routine changed so much because they still they still have the same routine. It's just a little more strict as far as the morning is concerned and when we have to go somewhere. They know it's it's precision around here in the morning. They know exactly what we do. They know exactly how it yeah, goes. Yeah, because three days out of the week you have to do something, Yes, which is preschool. But uh, yeah, their routine is getting... Well, we have put more effort into making sure the routine... Is followed because it know, matters. Just by like prepping stuff. You put their oh my gosh, you put their cereal in there. That was a trick I learned from my mother. When I was younger, she would put my cereal in a bowl. Actually, I think it was probably a cup with plastic wrap over top, and she would put a cup of milk in the fridge, and I could open the the fridge at that point. I think I was probably five. Was it five or six? Could have been younger. Who knows? But she would put it in there knowing that I would get up early and knowing that there was a young child, you know, my sister. So she would put all of that together the night before. And then when I got up in the morning, I would get up, go get my cereal and my milk, pour it all together, sit down, turn on the television because I knew how to do that. And it would already be on the channel I wanted it to be on. Or it was on with the VCR and I'd push the VCR tape in, the VHS tape, and I would watch whatever it was. Right. But that still gave her an extra 30 minutes or whatever it was where she could get some sleep. Now, our kids are too little for that right now, but I do put their breakfast in a bag. And he notices on the weekend when it's not there. He does. Because I don't do it on the weekends. There's no reason. Because we might go somewhere or breakfast might change. I don't want to... I just don't do it. I probably should just so it's there. But he knows because he 
gets up in the morning. He comes to see me. We get things ready. Both kids get dressed before we even come downstairs. Both kids are usually dressed and I'm usually dressed by 8 o'clock. 8.15 at the latest, especially on preschool days. Usually we are down here by 8 a.m. The baby gets dressed after that. But that then the breakfast is already taken care of. I just pull out their drinks. I hand them their breakfast from the bag. You know, the Ziploc bag, it's already in the bowls. I open whatever else needs to be opened. And then I sit down and feed the baby or I work or whatever it is that needs to be done while they eat their breakfast. Then it's teeth brushing, shoes, getting ready, put everybody in the car, go to preschool. It's very, there's no really no room for anything else in the mornings on preschool days. And then if your mom comes to get them and I, they need to be ready, it's the same thing. There right. tends to be a little bit more time there, but it's still they still need to be dressed. They still need to have their teeth brushed. They still need to be ready to go. And I still have things that I need to do. So it all has to get done. If I could just get my rear end up a little bit earlier and do like I did today when the baby got up and I had a little bit more time, I didn't lay back down and go back to sleep. I, I had just enough time. So I showered, I got ready. I did all of those things that I needed to do. So I was already downstairs by the time the kids got up and they slept in today. <laughs> yeah, but that's coming and it was unrealistic to have that as a as an expectation or I know. a goal because I know. But it just we makes were, the day run smoother. Were we sleeping? I was maybe getting an extra hour versus you. I was sleeping about three to four hours a night. I was sleeping maybe four up until, what, or yesterday? five. Because <laughs> yeah, when, I was he, when he was in, when he was in our room, we were both waking up every time he needed to be up. Mm-hmm. I would change him, and the only reason I would get more sleep than you is because after I changed him, there was literally nothing for me to do. So I laid back down and fell asleep while you were feeding him because right. we weren't turning the light on because we wanted him to go back to sleep. Yes. But then every morning it seemed like he was waking up at four mm-hmm. thirty, five o'clock. Not, but he wasn't ready to eat. He just was no, up. No, he was just up and wanted to be held and rocked. And I would do that so you could get that extra 30 minutes to an hour of sleep <laughs> that I got while you were feeding him. Right. So it, it was unrealistic. Hopefully it's on that we're taking a turn. We were, we were zombies. It's been one day. We will see how tonight goes. One day, yeah. I can't, I can't imagine. I would love to say that tonight's going to go just as well. And I have hopes that it will. But I realistically do not think that's going to happen. He's already acting different than he did last <laughs> night, which is unfortunate. But, but we'll keep you posted. Yeah, next week on. How tired are they? It's like a game. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the most tired you've ever been, how tired are you? Seven and a half. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> They're all going to be challenging in their own unique ways. Yeah. She, I believe, may be. She showed both of us last night just how challenging she's going to be and sneaky. When? When you were going through those baby clothes. Oh, when we were giving the baby clothes. Mom's right. And she kept throwing them out of the box <laughs> just throwing them and you Wait, were let's set this up the right way so we had a, a diaper box that i had filled with old clothes that were our daughters they don't fit anymore and we were giving them away to somebody who needs them so i was going through to make sure i had the right sizes and she wanted to help and saw me going through them so she kept coming over to the box grabbing a handful and throwing it across the room to yeah, which we was, said no she was that that was how she thought she was helping yeah we said no that's not helpful please don't do that and so instead she came in and gave you a hug what you thought was a hug and you totally accepted as a hug and then as she's hugging you she's grabbing more clothes out of the box and throwing them over her shoulder and it took two or three she got like two or three grabs and tosses in before you realized what was going on and i just sat there and was like i'm never letting you out of this house when you are in high school unless you're going to a, a 
band practice. We marching will homeschool band. you. No, we're not. <laughs> you will not her. leave the house until college. But that that was actually quite funny because their clothes were everywhere, and there were six adults here, and she just leaned right in for that hug and slyly. You can't even teach that. Though. No, that's not a learned behavior. No, that's just where would she have seen that here? Nowhere or anywhere. That's just I know what I'm doing. Yeah, she's just she's a smarty pants. Great. Her brother, on the other hand, thinks that he can negotiate his way out of everything. But he also tattles on himself. He's and a master tattler. He tattles on everybody. Yes. But I think it's funny that he tattles on himself. Yeah. Without prompting. <laughs> but the worry with him is that he's so sensitive. He'll and be he okay. gets his feelings hurt. Very yeah, but sensitive easily. isn't bad. We just have to no. teach him how what things are you important just have to, to vocalize. worry about it because kids are mean. He's going to have his heart broken a lot. He is. But I, I think, I also think he's sweet, especially to other kids. So he's empathetic. And I think that's something we do need to nurture. But we also need to teach him how to protect his heart. I think you're right. Can I get that in writing? That you're right? Yeah. <laughs> sure, I'll put it on your cheat sheet. Hey, actually, it's time stamped. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have it audio forever if I don't cut it out. I'm you sorry. know, because I do the editing. Yeah, well, good luck editing this one because we're <laughs> everywhere. There's no... We're just going to go ahead and file this under miscellaneous because I just really wanted to talk to you tonight. So I appreciate you sitting down to chat with me and do a podcast that just rambles about real life. Cool. So thank you, dear. You're welcome. Social media is tired. We do look a little bit sleepy. Hit the outro. We thank you very much for joining us today. And if you have any questions, suggestions, or you want to share a story with us, because we are always happy to commiserate with fellow parents of both two-legged and four-legged creatures, hit us up on social media. My Instagram and Twitter are at Meg O'Kearns, M-E-G-O-K-E-R-N-S. I am at Meditamerican, M-E-D-I-T-E-R-R, American. M-E-R-I-C-A-N. <laughs> and you're better to get him on Twitter than Instagram. Yeah, I have more fun on Twitter. There we go. We look forward to chatting with you all next time. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.